is okay before I, I say Alex I need to say good afternoon good evening good morning everyone whenever you may be listening to this particular episode it's a little bit different right Alex it's just me and you on this one yeah hello everyone that's so true David today it's only you and me we have no guests to hide behind <laughs> we are on the front line <laughs> What are we going to talk about today, Alex? Oh, we're going to talk about a very, very exciting topic. Bags. All things bags related. And why are we talking about it? Well, recently we've seen so many, you know, news in the industry. Um, the last one that I could recall was um, uh, about uh, closing rental, right? To minimize <laughs> the number of stuff you take with you on board. Um, and we just thought um, about making this episode and discussing a few different aspects that are related to, to bags and luggage. Um, and hopefully um, it's going to be relevant, useful, but also interesting enough. So you, you stay with us till the end of this episode. Absolutely, Alex. And just to add to what you said, right? We normally take bags as you know part of travel. We keep lugging them around all over the place. Uh, you've got a lot of fancy bags, you know, whether you talk about manufacturers or the designs or the colors or the price, whatever. But I think you know maybe in this episode we sort of divide it into two parts. One is, of course, how can we make the travel experience easier? Some suggestions between your experience, my experiences. But also maybe, you know, hopefully our listeners will maybe come up with some suggestions uh, on, I would call it, how do you revolutionize the bag industry? I would say is how can you make it better? How can you really put some concrete steps into place that can actually make quick change, right? So I, I think that's the whole point of doing this episode that, you know, we sort of discuss this topic, but we also try and see how we can put forward some it could be funny ideas, it could be stupid ideas, it could be innovative ideas, but you never know, it could work. Where, where, where do you put this uh, rental closing idea? In which bucket? You know, funnily speaking, for me, I'm a little bit for the idea. Uh, I do, of course, have some concerns about it. And I spoke to my son about it and I said, looks like you and me are going to be dressing exactly the same, you know, uh, <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of the way that we look. I think it's a good idea, but I think maybe it's early for its time. It's a little bit, I would call it, um, needs a little bit more ironing out, if I can use the word, uh, you know, in terms of how you actually go about it. But I think that's the reason why they've had it just for a year. It's just going to be on a year to see how it works. But you can always trust the Japanese to come out with something unique, right? But there's an idea that I just read and you like this. Uh, a Japanese, I think it's yeah, it's a Japanese company that has actually come out with color changing clothes. Oh, really? Okay, how it works? So, just imagine you buy a set of clothes, I don't know, it could be white, and then you're able to sort of decide what color it needs to change for. So, let's assume you're going on a holiday for a week, you just have one t shirt, 
it starts out at white and then you can change the color every single day. So people technically think you're wearing something different every day. But how it works? I mean, what do I need to do for it to change the color? It's something to do with the technology that's there that, uh, you know, that it has certain sort of settings and stuff like that. I, I just read it very vaguely. But I said, oh, I need to talk to Alex about this, that, you know, when, when, when we talk about, you know, renting, renting clothes, how about color changing clothes? So maybe we get a Japanese company that allows you to rent color changing clothes. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I am a little bit skeptical about this idea. At the same time, I read somewhere on LinkedIn or I heard it somewhere, but someone said, you know, when Brian Chesky introduced Airbnb, you know, years ago, that idea was also, you know, perceived very skeptically. Many people thought, what? Like, you're going to let someone live in your house? how this is possible so and that made me thinking actually uh, you know that could be the case and maybe in some 10 years this is the new normality and people actually do this but at the current stage for me uh, I'm not sure I would do it but let's see no, I think you're right to that, uh, you know, and, you know, clothes are such a personal personal thing, right? It, it's a statement about who we are. It's something that is really, truly us. And that's the reason why I think we are really so attached to what we wear, how we wear that, you know, the clothing industry is such a huge industry, right? Fast fashion, they got fast fashion because, you know, people like clothes, people want want something different. So I think, yes, it will take a little bit of time to sort out, but it still doesn't solve the airline problem about, uh, you know, how do you stop people carrying all these bags? But let me, let me be a little bit, I would call it mischievous over here. Is it actually about airlines wanting to talk about sustainability by reducing the bags we should or should not carry? Or do you think they're going to lose a good revenue opportunity with all the excess baggage that people normally take and then they get charged for it. So if you were to ask and say, okay, what would you want? Uh, you know, excess bag fees versus people not carrying fees. Uh, I, I, let's not answer it. I think we'll keep it open for our audience to sort of decide what is it that the airlines would prefer, you know, in terms of the approach or in terms of the revenue side of it as well. Yeah, exactly. Let's leave it to our audience uh, to decide because, uh, well, again, personally, I think environmental aspect and that specific news was just an addition to make it more marketable. But that's just my perception of it. But uh, we believe you can make your own judgment. Okay, David, but we need to get back to basics, you know. Are you a carry-on person or are you a person to check in your bags or are you a mix of both? See, I think I'm a mix of both. Number one is I would not trust uh, just checking in and I would just not trust carry-on. You know, I need to have both of them in hand. And my wife normally says that I'm an overpacker. So for a trip, trip of maybe five days or, you know, even less, you would find me taking five pairs of jeans and, you know, countless t-shirts. Really? Yeah. And, and you know, I, I'm sort of into that sort of mindset where I really overpack. And she gets really upset because she says, you definitely need, you don't need all this stuff. So that's my problem in life, you know. So, and I, and I, and I just hope, and, and then you end up lugging around all these bags with you, you know. 
it's it's not fun. It's not fun. And especially if you're here now in the Middle East, Alex, I mean, I miss the coffee, having a coffee with you, but sitting outside here in the right now in the Middle East, in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, not a nice thing. So just imagine carrying around a bag, you know, with you. Uh, it's it's not fun even for five minutes. So I'm a mixed person, but I'm I'm trying to get out of it, uh, you know. But but it's difficult, right? So like even if you travel for a week, just a week, you're gonna check in your bag, most probably. Yes, yes. Oh really? Wow. Okay. You know why I do that? Number one is of course you know sometimes you say I don't want the hassle of carrying around my bag. Uh, you know, and you know what my biggest fear is. Flights are flights are pretty full nowadays, and my biggest fear is that I have to sort of wrestle with somebody to get a sort of space for the uh, for my check for my my carry on bag, because especially if you go on a narrow body aircraft, uh, you know the baggage bins and the amount of bags that people carry are actually not proportional you know I, i i look at people and say oh my god he's got a backpack he's got a carry-on bag he's got his duty-free bags where is this all going to fit in the plane so for me it's like oh i need to get to the front of the boarding queue so at least i can put my bag in you know and find a nice plate for my bag otherwise oh my god it's 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 a, it's a sheer sort of you know fight on board to get space for your bag Yeah, that should be one of the sports um, at Olympic Games. Sometimes that's how I feel. Like it is very challenging and competitive. But to be honest, uh, what I learned with years, and I don't know, maybe five years ago, I would also check in my bag for a week trip. Uh, these days, I almost like ninety nine percent of my trips, I almost like I do with with carry on only. Because I'm scared. I'm scared. It's it's gonna no. Okay, I'm not scared. It's gonna get lost because I know that I will apply for compensation. Blah 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 blah. No worries about that. And all the valuable things I would keep on me or with me anyway. <laughs> I'm not scared of that. But I am scared to waste time waiting for my bag, and that's what I really hate doing. Because like let's say flying to New York and uh, you arrive there. You already go through like sometimes two hours uh, border control, uh, passport checks, etc., and then you still need to wait like for your bag, and that what drives me nuts. So, first time I traveled only with carry on, it was a challenge. But you know what? Then I I noticed the beauty of it. It's like it gives you such a freedom to move around. Um, and saves you so much time. So actually, now I do most of my trips only with carry-on. I mean, now that you put it that way, you know, you remind me. Yes, there have been instances where you know you arrive, and then you're just waiting and waiting for your bags, and then you finally see bags coming on the belt, and your bag is still not there, and you start getting worried about what happened to your bag, uh, right? And um, I just remember this trip my wife and I did a few years ago, and of course. We were much younger then. We were still, you know, starry-eyed travelers, getting used to the lovely big world of of airlines. And uh, so we, I took her for a birthday to New York, and we checked in our bags. And of course, we had our hand baggage. Of course, we got a little bit of stuff in the hand baggage, but we actually packed all the wrong stuff in the hand baggage. In uh, so in a in our carry-on bags, uh, we didn't pack even a pair of night clothes or an extra. We just had some jackets, I think, in 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 the in the carry-on. And then, of course, when we arrived, uh, the bags did not come. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? You're in a strange country. Uh, you got your pair of clothes that you're, you know, the set of clothes that you actually arrived in on, 
and then you have the night ahead of you, what do you do? You, you know, I definitely didn't want to sleep the first night in the clothes that I traveled for more than 14 hours in. So I think we were lucky because shops were still open. But the downside was the only t-shirts that we could find and pick up was I love New York. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's uh, that's very romantic, right? For a trip with your wife. <laughs> yeah, but till we found those t-shirts, we were a little bit stressed out to say, okay, I wish we can find some clothes that we actually can spend the night with. So, you know, till our bags came the next day. But yeah, uh, it's always, I think the advice is always that, you know, on your carry-on, you have a, a fresh set of clothes and you may have, you know, a backup. And if you can carry uh, fly with just a carry-on, why not? Yeah, exactly. No, but my question is, uh, you know, and that's where my debate between my wife and me is, she's a very good packer. And she sometimes, you know, gets it right on, on, on spot in terms of the weight. You know, because sometimes, you know, airline and baggage allowances are like a science. It depends which airline you're flying on, where you're flying to, you know, your, your cabin baggage, your check-in baggage, each one has its own dimensions. Um, I think I think it was British Airways. They say you can get as you can take as much as you want in your carry-on bag, but the bag has to be a particular dimension. So you're like figuring it out. Oh my goodness me! I can get 20 kgs in this bag, but then you look at the dimensions of the bag and then you say, oh, what can I actually put in <laughs> you know, to get put it into the bricks? Eggs. They are heavy, but they will fit. exactly. So that's the question. So you know, this this is always a big sort of confusion between people, right? In terms of bags. What's the dimensions? What's the weight? What's and then you have the different loyalty tiers as well, right? And then you have the special fares and the super special fares and the bigger bag fares and it's become a science. So I think maybe we need an app that sort of tells you, you know, what's the best, you know, an easy way of telling you, you know, what what is the baggage carry on, or check in. I I think I I've I've read somewhere or seen somewhere that there is an app, it's an airline app I think that you can use your camera to evaluate uh, if dimensions are right. Could that be KLM? Mm, okay, I want to get say it wrong, but I I've seen it somewhere. So this exists, but this does not solve problem as you said. Like uh, different airlines, they have different uh, regulations and restrictions. And I still remember one time my, my mother was visiting me and she was flying back. She, we checked in her back, but then the lady at the counter, she said, well, uh, this bag is also quite big, the one that she wanted to take on board. And um, I was like, no, looking at me like, no, it's not big. I'm like, no, it's not big. Okay, that was a standard size, but she put so much into it. So it's kind of, it, it got a little bit bigger, I think, that <laughs> it should be. And then the lady at the counter said, well, okay, you need to put that in this like stand, the measurement stand. And uh, well, my mom literally squeezed that back into that stand. And then she was proudly showing, well, you, you, you couldn't see that, but she was just like showing like, ah, -da I did that. <laughs> and the lady was like making the typical like German face, like, oh my God, like, okay, fine. Okay, fine. You can take it on board. But then the problem was that <laughs> to take it out. <laughs> so I literally had to <laughs> hold that stand <laughs> while my mom was pulling it up. <laughs> Even a guy behind said, okay, let me help you. We two people holding the stand. <laughs> One person trying to pull it out. 
And the lady at the counter was just making a face palm like, okay, you just better go. I pretend like I, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, you know, when you look at people and their bags and, you know, that's, that's, where, that's where we are. And especially people who are not frequent flyers as well. You know, it's, it's, it's really sometimes to stand back and watch the way that people sort of, you know, interact when they're checking in their bags. And especially when the airline says, okay, these are the excess baggage fees that you, you need to pay for it. That's when people literally have a, you know, have a heart attack or a shock in terms of the, the actual cost of the fees. But, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you think about bags in general? How is your relationship with your carry-on bag? Like, is it just a bag that you, you use to bring stuff from one place to the other? Or is it like, a, uh, how do I even call it? Something that you own that is really important to you and that uh, you take like as an individual item. I really, I don't know how to describe that. Help me. <laughs> I mean, I, so maybe you're, you're trying to say is, David, are you in love with your bags, your luggage? Yeah. Yes, exactly. See, but whatever is related to love, really hard to put into words. That's why. Thank you for helping. I know, I know. And it's, it's really strange when people say, oh my God, I can understand these people are, are in love with planes, you know, aviation geeks and all that stuff. You know, I can understand that. But if you tell, tell me that you're in love with your luggage, you know, your luggage, you know, it seems a little bit strange about that. But let me just backtrack a little bit. You know, uh, I've been an expat and I'm sure you've been an expatriate as well for quite a few years. And I think one of the pieces that have always been part of our lives and our journeys has been our luggage, right? So even today, when I go home, we have the suitcases out right on the cupboard where we can see them because you never know when you have to pack, right? As expatriates, we're always packing. We're either going to see family back home or we're making a business trip or we're going to see, you know, uh, going on a travel somewhere. So I think uh, people who, don't stay in their home country, uh, stay in another land, uh, are really attached to their, uh, you know, their luggage. And I remember when I first came to Dubai uh, for a new job, all I had and everything that I had was actually in one small suitcase, which I was actually lugging around with me, you know. So that was my, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of exaggerating, of course, I had my life back home, but literally everything that I had was in that one suitcase. And that was, you know, so very important to me. So for me, yes, bags, handbags, uh, suit check-in bags, all, I really love them a lot. And, uh, you know, our kids also love them, the, so much so that they keep robbing them all the time. So my wife keeps checking, oh my God, we seem to have lost a few bags this trip around. <laughs> because as a mother, and, and, you know, especially to the US, which is pretty liberal when it comes to baggage allowances, when you talk about the peace concept, 23, 23 kilograms. So you're talking about almost 43 kilograms that you can take. No, 46, sorry. My maths is really, see how much I'm in love with my bags. My maths has gone bad as well. So, you know, so we always end up losing suitcases as well. But really, I, I love, I, we have a silver suitcase, which we've got now for almost six, seven years. Wow. And I'm still praying that the wheel does not break yeah. because I definitely don't want to let go of it, you know? That's the most uh, fragile part of it, I feel, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think bags are a very integral part of the thing. But, you know, you've got all these brands and you've got these nice looking bags and the shiny bags and all that. So I think, you know, it's all, I mean, I just like a plain nice bag, which you can spot as soon as it arrives on the belt. 
and you can grab and take with you. That's all I ask for my bag. And it has a good pair of wheels. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to buy Remova a suitcase. Like it's a, it's a treat for a certain achievement for myself. I went to the shop and I was so in love with how it looks. It's exactly how I imagined it. But the moment I actually tried to pull it up, I realized, oh my God, this is actually really, really heavy. And then I check <laughs> and it's like four kilos. And I'm thinking, well, beautiful out of eight kilos that most airlines would allow me four kilos <laughs> would be taken by a bag. And that was the moment when I realized, okay, I might love it so much how it looks, but actually, is it practical? No, not really. So I've gone with a, with a, uh, with a cheaper, uh, but more practical alternative. It still looks great, but it's not what I wanted, but hey, I had to choose. I know, and I think that's the choice, uh, Alex, that we have. Uh, that, you know, do you want something really, really, you know, fashionable, expensive, aspirational? But then I think in the back of your head, apart from the weight side of it, you're always worried. What happens if my bag gets damaged? What happens if the bag gets lost, you know? So I think that's another thing about luggage that, you know, it's great to have an aspirational piece, but the question is, you need to be practical. And just imagine, you know, I was just thinking, just imagine the bags did not have four wheels a few years ago, a few decades ago. And how difficult it was then, you know, just to, to sort of lug around suitcases without any wheels, uh, you know, carry them around. And today we are actually spoiled because we talk about, we just sort of wheel them all over the place and we wheel them all around and it's so convenient. So I don't know who, who did that or who invented that. I think we need to do our research, but I mean, that guy deserves the Nobel, piece, Nobel Prize for bags, if there's a Nobel Prize for bags. But David, if you would need to carry your bag instead of rolling it, maybe you would think twice about taking seven pairs of jeans. Huh? I know, and that's a fact. And you know, I have a bag which I normally use for office work. Of course, uh, I can get, basically get my computer into it. And that's, that's one that you normally have like a, you know, like a, uh, uh, sort of thing to, uh, to carry it around your you know shoulder and that's really painful you know because when you when you're actually busy after tired after a long trip to have this hanging on your shoulder is no fun at all so you know so I, I, I agree with you you know that it actually you know a bag that is convenient that you don't wait for it as well makes makes a, a lot of sense and you're changing me you know I'm sure you're changing me for the next trip I'm sure that you know I'm going to try it out uh, Alex and I'll, I'll give you my feedback also on that. You should, absolutely. You know, it, it really changed the way that I travel. The, the, the truth is that, of course, you need to like figure out also laundry options uh, because if you, if you travel for like a week or more than a week, maybe you, you cannot take enough stuff with you. So laundry options are important. And that makes me think that why... That there, we keep going back to this idea of rental closing, but I would rather, you know, have my airline doing offering me laundry, <laughs> you know, laundry options or laundry discounts. That would be amazing. I think, see, sometimes the simplest ideas are the best ideas, Alex. So just, just let's take a pause over here, right? The first point I want our listeners to 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 sort of 
think about is what Alex said, is there a way that you can travel lighter, uh, travel only with carry-on bags versus check-in? I, I know for all trips it may not be possible, but that's a great thought to think about. The second part of it is like you rightly said, and I hope there are some airlines listening or some entrepreneurial person listening, but remember the IP rights belong to Alex. That <laughs> airlines, so maybe no let's let's both of us do it alex let's make an app which has a tie up with laundries that you know give people access to reliable cheap and efficient laundries the reason is in a hotel when you give your clothes to, you know for the laundry it's really expensive and even in the us i remember when you put you know you put coins into the sort of washing machines and then stand around waiting for your clothes to be you know sort of clean, uh, washed and dried, it's not practical as well. So I think what is needed, and this will really save a lot of baggage and clothes being carted all around the world, if we can really have a good tie-up with laundries all around the world that are, you know, they come, they know when you're arriving, maybe, you know, you have clothes for a day, but then you're able to ask for a pickup. They sort of take your clothes and come back to you in a few hours' time. Now, that is something I'll be willing to pay for. That would be amazing, like, uh, really, I think this universal membership, I don't know, travel light or something like that membership, where you are traveling light, you're only taking your carry-on, but then you are, you know, doing laundry, uh, anywhere in the world that would be really something that I would want to pay for. At the same time, I'm thinking then, you know, airlines would not uh, charge me for my checked-in bag, so... I think they would need to find a line to still make money on ancillaries and introduce this as like a separate add-on product which will still allow them to make money and of course, you know, uh, give benefits, give value to passengers. Yeah, so maybe we can call it Travel L. L stands for light, L stands for laundry. Just trap. Well, yeah. <laughs> Tra well, Tra L. Tra, yeah, yeah exactly. Tra well. <laughs> wow. So see, see, this is this is called ideation, right? We've come up with brainstorm. We've come up with an idea of, of the laundry access to laundry. But let's take a step back. Just a lot of us. You're a seasoned traveler. You travel pretty often. You travel on different airlines. But I'm also sort of looking at our audience, perhaps who are not frequent flyers. And I think the thing that sort of scares everyone initially is the process involved in packing. Uh, because we've, we've sort of sort of scratched our heads and say, what do I need to pack? Uh, where, where am I going to? What's the weather over there? You know, so you have all these different variables. And then, of course, you've got the weight limitations as well. So I think there needs to be an easier way that if I were traveling to, say, Australia now, you know, in, in the month of August, what clothes do I take to Australia now? Uh, you know, what are the recommendations? And maybe it also can suggest what are some good cloth outlets that you can actually purchase stuff there. So, you know, the joy like you had, you had mentioned, I think when we were speaking on a different conversation, you mentioned one of the things that you like doing when you're traveling is basically, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, shopping. Yeah, I love shopping. <laughs> so just imagine, can I ask you a question? And this is me purely being, being uh, you know, honest with you. Go ahead. So when you go to a particular destination, you actually take, a, just say, let's say you've done just your carry-on bag. 
But let's assume you go to a destination where you have all these wonderful things that you can buy. And then do you come back with checking baggage or are you still able to stop? No, no, this is, a, this is actually a trick question. Well, you've got me. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say I uh, go back on, with carry-on. I go to a destination with a carry-on, but in my carry-on, I always have a foldable massive bag. <laughs> so then what I end up doing most of the times, okay, not always, but sometimes like I go to places like US, I always end up with uh, like so much to go back with. So then... On my way back, I just put all the clothing, old clothing. <laughs> I put it in, in, in the foldable bag and I put all the new stuff that I bought in my carry-on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here we have some secrets coming out from Alex, right? So this is, this is a seasoned traveler telling you her trips when it comes to travel. So going out, it's the carry-on. Coming back, it's a lot of check-in and the carry-on as well, correct? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's. I guess it's not always the best, and sometimes, like, I, I try to control myself, and like, it's not that I, every trip that I do, I I go back with a checked uh, luggage, but certain trips, like, really, I uh, New York is always the city that it's just such a good shopping over there that I always get back with a, with a carry on and with a checked in back no no absolutely alex and i think that's human nature as, as well because that's what the joy of travel is you know it's the excitement of of you know, preparing for the journey but it's also once you get to that particular destination it's the attractions in that destination and whether we we like it or not i think for the majority of human beings clothes accessories these are the things that sort of make life a lot more colorful for all of us and shopping is a part of the, you know, I would call it the modern human experience. And there's nothing like, you know, actual shopping in shops versus online shopping. And when you're on holiday, it gives you that additional sort of excitement of, you know, going to a new shop that you perhaps have never seen before, a new brand that you saw something that really attracted you. But then it all comes back to bags, right? So let's get back to our bags as well. So that's the challenge that you know airlines have and we have as well as how do you fit and stuff everything that we actually buy so you have one thing is how do you travel with less but then you have the other issue of now how do i get everything that i bought to travel in this bag with me uh, you can check youtube i mean not you but people who are listening like uh, you can check youtube many many different techniques uh, rolling squeezing you call it uh, you name it but uh, i i personally i do rolling rolling is a great technique that i enjoy so i roll everything that i have and also i pack with me always a few large uh, vacuum bags then you know when you use your stuff and you really want to squeeze it uh, because I feel rolling is really good with with a, with a clean clothing, but after you use it and you want to pack it and go back, it's really challenging to to do this because usually you just put it in the bag and you try to squeeze that bag, but vacuum bags are really helping in this case. So with vacuum bags, usually it takes even less space than rolling. So on the way back, I have some extra space safe for my shopping. <laughs> what about you? What do you do? What's your technique? 
Now, for me, I have a simple technique. I, I leave it to my wife. So I just tell her, you decide how. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so she's doing rolling. <laughs> so she does the rolling. She does the adjustment. She does all that. And, you know, it's, you should see the joy on her face when we actually take the bag and we place it on the, you know, the, the scale at the check-in counter. And she says, voila, you know, it's exactly as for the baggage weight. Of course, we've had situations where we were slightly above and even though it could have been a few kilograms, uh, depends on who the check-in agent is. So some of them, now nah, you have to take out the two extra kilos or, you know, we're like, okay, take the bags, readjust them, try and figure out what's the best way to sort of, you know, balance them out in terms of it. So it's actually a science. So it's, it's really a big science, you know, when you have, when you have, uh, you know, when you have to do this, so it's. But I, 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 she's the expert on it, so I'm, I'm the one happy to, to sort of follow instructions. David, put this in this bag, move this from that bag, put that in that bag. In terms of it, that's very handy. That's very handy to have a wife who is doing uh, rolling for you. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know that's where women and men have a different approach to actually packing as well, right? To packing and the way that they travel as well in terms of in terms of the approach to travel. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Agree. Okay, we are risking to be like very generalistic here. I think in general, yeah, you're right. At the same time, I know some guys who are packing. Wow, their packing skills like amazing. I actually envy. I want to learn that. Uh, very tidy, knows exactly what to bring, what not to bring. So. I think it depends on the person, on the experience, but as a general uh, like um, conclusion, I think, yeah, you're right. I think we leave it to the audience also to decide maybe and maybe put their thoughts on it. But, uh, but let's see. I mean, yeah, we should not be generalizing, but I, you know, but that's the way I, I sort of, you know, look at where it is from my experience as well. Okay, here's a question. Here's a thought. So we've had bags the way they are. They looked almost the same, you know, for, for quite a few years now. They've got the wheels. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the future. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of being a little bit innovative about how do you think suitcases, whether it's carry-on or check-in, could look in the future. You know, I look at these kids and they have these small sort of bags where you've got the four wheels and the parent sort of pulls them on, on it. I forgot the name of the brand, you know, so they're, the kids are actually sitting on it and they're sort of pulling the bag along and you look at it and say, oh, wow, it's a transportation device as well. So I sort of picture bags in the future where, you know, you've got the handle, uh, you've got a nice seat that you can actually sit on. Your bag has a nice motorized sort of small motor. So I'm basically sitting and, and you know, I mean, this is this is a podcast so people can't see what I'm trying to do. Right, Alex, in the, in the video. And then you're sitting on it and then you're actually driving your bag. So you're not actually walking in an airport because, you know, airports have become really big places. So the bag becomes like a self-transportation device with a, uh, with a sort of, you know, a battery which can last pretty long. And, you know, it sort of takes you to where you need to go to. But that's, that's practical if it's check-in. I mean, you can't, uh, you need a pretty big bag for carry-on, right? If you were to use it to use to the gate. But what do you think? What do you think of bags in the future could be in terms of technology or the look or the feel? Oh, that's a good question. Frankly, I don't know. Like, I feel, and we are going back to the topic of innovation. I, I feel like there's so much innovation, but at the same time with certain things like 
the innovation, especially in the airline industry, is like it's quite slow, right? So this idea that you mentioned is is great, but I keep thinking about you know safety and what if it's using I'm battery and stuff. Is it okay to check in or take it with you? So mm, I I don't know. Like I want to think that bags will be different, but honestly. I'm just quite happy with the bags that they are now. Probably the only thing that I would really want is that the bag tells me how heavy it is. <laughs> so I put stuff in the bag and the bag tells me, <laughs> oh, you still have one kilo left, pack something else. And I'm like, oh, brilliant, genius. Thank you very much, bag. Or you put too much into me. It's too kg over the limitation. That would be amazing, you know? So it's like a, a smart talking bag. May I add, may I take your idea and add a little bit more on it? Absolutely. So let's take an example. You have the smart bag and you type in your destination and you say, I'm going to Iceland, right? So the bag actually know and you put in the date. So the bag goes and checks what's the weather in Iceland. And then it gives you a list of all the things that you should pack in the bag for Iceland, right? But you also you also put in and said, I'm going for business or I'm going to leisure. So it sort of gives you a suggestion of all the things that you can sort of do based on the type of journey that you're taking. So you're not also, you know, thinking about what to pack. And there's another, there's another way that I'll put it in. So this bag is connected to your wardrobe. So it knows exactly what stuff you have in your wardrobe. And where? This is the most challenging part. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Because, you know, I, I keep looking around for my adapter. I mean, this is an example. I keep losing my adapter, right? And I keep, where did I keep the adapter for my last trip? Where did I keep the adapter? Or where did I keep that coat, right? That coat is sort of, we don't use coats, all these heavy coats here in this part of the world. So we pack them away. Where did I put the coat? So the bag actually tells you all the stuff you need for that trip based on time of the year, based on purpose of travel, and it also tells you where your stuff is. I want that. And now when I'm thinking about it, I also want a bag that changes uh, the size. So imagine I'm going to New York with a carry-on, but on my way back, the bag is expendable. <laughs> Boom. I don't know. I don't know how this can work or will work uh, ever, but I would want that, that my bag transforms from the carry-on to a checked-in bag. And then maybe inside that bag, I have another little tiny something foldable, transformable that I can take as a carry-on. So you want basically a moving, talking, smart bag. Oh my God, that's gonna be a... Yeah, it's not much, right, that I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah, but still, isn't it nice, right? So you take, a, you take a small bag, but then boom, it expands in, it solves every problem, it's smart, it knows what it needs to, you need to pack, it knows what you also need to buy as well. And you know, it's, it's a really intelligent bag. Alex, I think we've got a good idea over here. I, I need that. And I also want that back not only to talk with me, but also to the gate agent, you know? So if there is a problem, I don't want to discuss this. I want my back to talk business. <laughs> oh my God. So now we're talking about a bag with a personality as well. Oh my God. So this is called, so, so you know, oh my God. So the list is becoming longer. I've got carried away. You just asked me what I want. And when someone is asking me what I want, I, I put it out there, all the things that I want. 
Yeah, but frankly, whatever you said at this point of time, technology is to such an extent that it's all actually possible that you could get actually, just imagine you embedded a little bit of a chip or whatever in it and you have an AI in it, which is your persona, uh, your, your characters, it's Alex, but not you. Uh, it, it sort of knows what you want, but it also knows what the trends are. So it's a smart bag. And because you know, one thing we always forget, the things that we always take on our trips are our, are our bags. We don't leave home without them. I mean, if I were to tell you travel without a carry-on as well, carol without a check-in as well, it's simply impossible. You have to take some bag. At least a backpack, I would think, yeah? Exactly. So you could do the same thing with the backpack. So your backpack actually transforms into a nice big bag that is light, but can, you can get all your stuff into it. So you have possibilities with the backpack as well. Uh, Alex, so, you know, so I think luggage is, is this part of it that, you know, I think we can still do so much, but we still don't talk too much about it because that's the way luggage has been for the past few years. But let's hope somebody is listening to us and I'm sure uh, to all the lovely entrepreneurs out there, please do contact Alex for her great ideas about bags. And David, David, you are here also idea generator. You're pushing me, you know, to, to, to start thinking about stuff. You know, because I truly believe the way that you can transform the airline industry is when you transform the way we carry our bags or check in our bags. That's when transformation will actually start. It doesn't start with the planes. It starts with the bags. I mean, does that sound stupid? No, it sounds like a very bold statement. So I don't even know, like, what else can we discuss after this very powerful statement? I think we... We, we just leave our listeners with this idea, right? Innovation starts with bags. You know, absolutely. Yeah, with bags. It has to start with bags. That's where all trips start with. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you, everyone. I, I was just left speechless for a minute. But uh, we are hoping that you enjoyed this episode. It's something new that we tried this time around. And uh, we are always looking for, for your feedback, for your suggestions. You can reach out directly to, to David and to myself on LinkedIn. We are very responsive. And thank you once again for being with us and spending this some 40 minutes together with us. Before I end, Alex, what's the favorite color that your suitcase is? What's your favorite color for a suitcase? Uh, I'm, bo I'm boring. Black or silver. Uh, I was thinking you're going to say that. Okay, it's good. Okay, but, but please, like Alex says, any comments about bags, your favorite bag, favorite color, suggestions, post it on LinkedIn. Reach out to Alex and me and maybe take a trip. Come and meet either of us, right? In Berlin or in Abu Dhabi. And all you need to do is pack a bag. And now you know how. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye everyone.